Over to you, Michael. Tell us all about the beef market in Australia right now. Thanks, Mark. The beef market in Australia and the cattle market in Australia is in a position of record highs. It's in brand new territory for this industry. Um, and what's causing that? The rain and lots of grass. The, the breaking of the drought in most parts of regional Australia and cattle production land has meant that the restockers out there, that all those cattle producers who had seen their herds go down because of lack of feed in the drought and had had to offload are continuing to rebuild and rebuild and keeping prices high. Um, what does that mean? That means the big question about as prices stay very high, will the producers sell or will they keep breeding and building their herds up? Will this mean that supplies remain tight for some time? Uh, at the same time that we see the restockers continuing to buy feedlotters, uh, we've got two other big players in the market out there. The feedlotters are seeing their economics reasonably good with a, a relatively low price of grain, so they're relatively active in the market and are continuing to build up their numbers. It is the processors who are really feeling the pinch having to pay this very high price for cattle uh, and having to try and make some kind of a margin at the other end, both on their domestic demand and on the export demand. Interesting in terms of exports, where they're going, we're likely to see those export volumes of Australian beef continue to fall. A couple of factors which are going to figure in that. One is to do with the Chinese pig herd recovering from swine fever. China has less of a demand for Australian red meat, so that goes down. Also, some of the trade issues there. Japan's gone back to being our biggest market. The Japanese and the Koreans continuing to like our grain-fed beef, whereas the American market is being challenged by the high prices for our beef. But on the other hand, they would rather have our beef or our manufacturing beef over the South and Central American equivalent. So where does it all go from here? Where do we see the Australian beef and cattle sector heading for the rest of the year? Well, if the season keeps going well and if consumption demand stays strong, then prices could stay strong for quite a while. What might make that change? It could well be when cattle producers reach an optimum level, when their paddocks of green grass are about as full of cattle as they can make them, and then demand starts to starts to slack off at the sale yards. So we'd probably be seeing prices staying strong for at least the first half of the year and then likely to taper off to a reasonable level but certainly not to some of the drought levels in the second half of the year going forward but looking like good conditions for anyone who's selling and a bit challenging for anybody who's buying cattle going Michael is our timing good here do you reckon we've got improved season is demand stable to flagging in some markets but it's really about the restocker competition and the rebuild that's needed in our herd well ahead of consumer demand? The timing is good because, as you say, the, the restockers continue to be strong, but also that consumer demand is going to lift, particularly in some of the export markets which are recovering from COVID-hit domestic consumption. As the Chinese consumer goes back to more pork, for example, but their, their appetite will lift and there will still be demand from the Australian processors who can export to China. Same with the American consumers going back to restaurants, the Japanese, the Koreans as well. And, and very much in Australia too, as people go back to restaurants but keep cooking home, keep cooking at home, it will remain strong. So it is a combination of all factors uh, making things look good for the producer. And, and what are our thoughts on the window for rebuild? Um, we're several million head short of our more recent peaks. Are those peaks still realistic to return to, like towards 
28, 9 million head, or is it going to take two, five, ten years? What are our, what's our thinking? Our thinking on the rebuild at the moment is this could be a decade-long rebuild. If we look at the size of the female slaughter that happened in the drought, and if we look at the amount of cattle which are being held back from the market at the moment, we calculate on ANZ modelling that uh, compared to some of the other forecasts out there, it could take quite a while to get back to the levels where the Australian rebuild has, uh, where the Australian herd has been before. That would mean ongoing tight supply for a lot of processes and tight supply for the export markets. So really taking that rebuild out to about 2029, 2030 until we get back to the levels, the highs we've seen before. And is the strength of the Australian dollar comparative to the US dollar looking to be a hiccup? I mean, we've seen it rise significantly from, I guess, the low 50s last year through to its uh, current level, but Adelaide was speaking towards 82 cents earlier. Is that a cap that uh, is going to limit prices for our producers? In terms of the impact of currency on beef exports, it really with buyers, offshore buyers, is that balance between the price and the quality, the food safety, the attractiveness of the Australian product, grass-fed or grain-fed. It's already starting to be an issue with the US where the, the Nike C or manufacturing beef is relatively expensive compared to some of the competitors. But at the same time, whether it's it's beef going into the US or China or some of the other markets, Australian beef still has that perception of quality. It still has that history as a safe product uh, unimpacted by some of the issues which have hit just about every other major beef exporting market in the world. So for a while, uh, and, and for the foreseeable future, a lot of those markets will continue to buy the Australian product uh, because of all the positives attached to it. 